Yeah, wouldn't it be great if I could rap? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you got it. I'm doing the intro this time. You yeah. botched the last yeah, one. Yeah, you think? I suck at it. Let's never. Well, do no, that again. You, you just need some practice. I don't want to. Let's see. All right, and coming to you live from the sun-soaked porch in the back of J Rowe's house. This is Danierism and J Rowe. J Rowe. Seriously off tracks. J Rowe talks the news. Hello. Hey, you didn't giggle this time. I, I was like, wait, what? What's happening? I was spacing out, looking at the birds and the trees, you know. Yep. No, it, it, it's a beautiful day, regardless of when you're listening to this. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Kicking back, having a couple. What are you drinking over there? Um, This is like four different teas that I have over the course of the day, like a little bit yeah like i got a tea earlier and then like i had some here and i topped that yeah it's it's a a tea for you <laughs> a four tea for you yeah there. oh no very good <laughs> i'm drinking booze yeah yeah what, what is that oh, you know i think i'm gonna do a commercial for this later so i'm not gonna say <laughs> it's a secret and we're here with my little orange dog shay hi shay Guarding us from neighborhood children. Please don't walk by the house. Never. That'll show them. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you think today's theme is? What, what, you just take a wild guess. Oh, gee. I have no idea. Actually, I really don't because he doesn't tell me anything. No, I, I don't. I learn right now, right with you guys. As you're listening, I'm learning. She had the opportunity to set the theme and pick the stories today, but she had a very busy day. I, <laughs> I, I hear, right? <laughs> Yes, I did get my hair did. But I'm just saying that, you know, you're good at picking the articles. I'm, I'm good at picking the articles. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Let's not mess up a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Today's theme is science. All Ooh. of these articles come to you from LiveScience.com. Be sure to stop by and thank them with some clicking or how, how, how yeah, I'm gonna stop by with my clickers. <laughs> I, I mean, that, isn't that how they make money on websites? Clicks. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I should All learn right. about that. <laughs> All right, first article: the sad reason kangaroos are acting drunk. The sad reason that kangaroos are acting drunk. Some Rip- kangaroos in southeastern what? Australia are acting wonky, almost wonky. as if they were drunk. Another shrimp on the bobby. But what, <laughs> but what exactly is causing their bizarre, tipsy behavior? Recent footage shows the unsteady kangaroos, their heads wobbling and shaking. They lurch sideways, barely able to hop. They precariously sway in place and even topple over. What is this from? The marsupials did not party it up. Why not? Yeah, I, 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 I'm wondering that. I <laughs> I'm just imagining them all like Aust- drinking a Fosters, <laughs> like, like hanging out. No, real, real Australians know that's garbage beer. I, I, don't, I don't know what their good beer is. I know, but that's, I'm just saying, as cliche AF. The explanation for their unusual behavior is a grim one. Oh, I wasn't looking for that. Is a what? Grim one. What? Oh. Yeah. Because they're like on drugs? Go on. Tell they us. were apparently poisoned by the Phalaris grass, also known as canary grass. At least it's not something directly from humans. It's you know? highly tied. Oh, yes. It, it, well, it's probably from us pushing them out of their natural habitat. Oh, but yeah. No, no. See, I, that's, that's my indirectly, guess. But. The, the grasses are highly toxic to the large marsupial. Huh. Their drunken condition is called Phalaris toxicity or the staggers. Guys, next time that that's on trivia, you will know the answer. The staggers for 40 points. <laughs> it's, 
uh, this is uh, their ears are flat. They have quite a blank, confused days and look about them. And sadly, you can see how they lose their ability to hop. That's all they've really got going for them. Oh, I mean, and but they have those pockets that their little babies go in. Okay, they've the got little that's joeys. pretty cute. That and they can stand on their tails. Yeah, I bet these guys can't do Tigger that. Tigger was always wait. Is Tigger T- Tigger's a tiger? Damn it! <laughs> no, 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 no! It's Kanga. Kanga is the oh yeah, like kangaroo. Wow, wow! <laughs> is Tigger a tiger? Is kangaroo? Yeah, a kangaroo? I know. Okay, I just was imagining him on his tail. That's why I'm like imagining him like jumping up and down. What was his catchphrase? Tigger's like to tig. No, he's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I mean laughs> you're saying like trickster for kids, but yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> no, he would say like, ta-ta for now, no, or T-T-I-F, wait, wait, wait what, <laughs> I think you're making this up, <sighs> tiggers love hugs, <laughs> tiggers love hugs, that's, brothers don't shake hands, brothers got a hug, <laughs> Anyway, all right. Maybe the next article. Okay. All right. Uh, This one's a visual. So, guys, be sure to go to LiveScience.com. Just, uh, I'm going to show Jess. Watch this frog light up after it swallows a firefly. Okay. Frog swallowed a firefly. Okay. That's it? That's it. All right. Anyway, so that's, that's fun. It's just a frog who was lighting up. And I think it stops because eventually he digests it, but that's fun. What does his poop look like? I wonder if the, the poop glow. Does, yeah, is, is, is is it, still, it probably dies, you know, like because it doesn't blink anymore. But that would be very cartoonish. Blinking poo. Blinking poo. I've never seen a cartoon with poop in it. You know what? That's probably not true. Blinking poo. All right. Now we've got this week's strange news in science. Ooh. Tell us more. All right. Neanderthals went extinct about 40,000 years ago, but there's now a lab in California filled with pea-sized versions of their brains. Wow. Wait. Let's just digest that for a second. Neanderthals went extinct about 40,000 years ago, but there's now a lab in California <laughs> with a pea-sized version of their brains. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine it, though. So... Their the, brains were originally bigger than peas, or they're just no, like they're, smaller ones that they're growing. They're growing them in a petri dish. That's crazy. Oh, so they're okay. Wow, you can grow brain cells. That's crazy. That's like what? Yeah. What? All right. Science I, is so crazy. You know what else is crazy? Marijuana. Ugh, love it. In the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> marijuana farms are threatening to wipe out a cute cat-sized creature called the Humboldt Martin. Ooh, here, do here, not. Here's a picture of one. Let's see. Let's take a look at it. It looks like a fox and a lemur. It's cute Smushed as hell. Smushed together. Yeah, they're very, it's cute. Cute as hell either way. The booming marijuana industry has led farmers both legal and illegal to clear forests and spray rodent killer in the weasel cousin's redwood habitat. Hmm. California officials want to declare the Martin in danger to protect the 300. 300? That's it? We need to protect them. Yeah, I know. Write your congressman. They're really cute. Once again, he's checked this out on LiveScience.com. All right, let's see. That's crazy. Moving marijuana on. is killing little like, well, furry no, animals. Well, no. The, 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 the marijuana is taking up space that used to be there. So, mm. like, It's like getting kicked out of your house. Yeah, I mean, but that's terrible. The J- day of June 26th was a scorcher in the town of Q-U-R-I-Y-A-T, Kuryat Oman. Hmm. Temperatures in the town, which is weathering a miserable heat wave, have peaked at 121.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Wait a minute. What 
place is this in? I know that town. I am. Oman. What? What's Oman? I believe that's in the Middle East. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, geography. A lot of people don't know. One hundred twenty-one point six degrees Fahrenheit, just shy what? of the Omani record of one hundred twenty-three point four, which is also an adorable temperature. One two three point four. Set on May thirtieth, twenty seventeen. Okay. One hundred twenty-three degrees. My friend from California just told me it was 114 degrees in California. Holy crap. Like in San Diego. I was like, what? Is it a dry heat? <laughs> I feel like us New Englanders say that all the time because like if it's... We, do, we rarely get a dry heat. Yeah. Today was actually one of those rare dry yeah. heat days. It was beautiful even though it was like 91. Yeah. But like Florida, like sticky heat. I don't... I feel like it's more of a dry heat, but... Yeah, I don't know, that hot, it doesn't really matter. It, I mean, it would be worse if it was, like, wet. humid, you but your skin still, can't if you think 114 to 116 degrees is still really, really, really hot. <laughs> I can't even imagine. All right, here's a fun one. Uh, you know Elon Musk, the CEO of no. SpaceX? No. Tesla? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know. Uh, he started another company called The Boring Company. Like, as in, I'm bored of this, or? They're going to bore giant tunnels underground. Oh, like they're making, they're boring, like boring bees. Yes, gotcha. I mean, I mean, th- 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 he's being funny with the name, but that is literally what they do. Interesting. Um, I don't know exactly why, if this was some kind of media stunt, but Elon Musk's not a flamethrower flamethrowers, which is a name of a flamethrower that he... What? Okay, it's, this there's, is very there's a lot, convoluted. There's a lot to digest. Beginning in January, about 20,000 people shelled out $500 a piece for the propane-fueled devices sold by Musk's The Boring Company. The first 1,000 were delivered on June 9th to, the, to their gleeful owners, and unsurprisingly, they're being used in spectacularly irresponsible ways, many of which shared on social media. Wow. Some creative applications for the... Fi- number one, I don't exactly understand what... Uh, a, what it exactly a, is? A boring company where they're going to bore holes, giant holes deep underground. Why their promotional stunt would be a flamethrower. Yeah, I'm really confused about this whole thing. I mean, it's still cool. I feel like it's just like a bunch of nerds that have way too much time and money on their hands, so they created this company. It's still cool. Yeah. Flamethrowers are pretty cool. Yeah. To give that as the gift? Like, whoa. I don't what? Even understand <laughs> what it was for. All right. They're, they're being used to for growing steaks, popping popcorn, igniting tiki, tiki torches, and even lighting up what appears to be a massive blunt. Wow. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. Elon Musk is behind this. I mean, I, I know he's a little on the eccentric side, but... I don't know. I mean, I... I feel like it would be fun to play with fire a little bit. I, I like to, you know. You've never played with fire? Oh, I played with fire. I've played with tons of fire. I've, I know. I've been arrested for playing with fire oh. and it getting out of my control. Okay, well, that never happened. Not, I basically it, would just play with aerosol cans. I loved making flamethrowers. Oh, okay. That okay, like that. You ever chuck but one I, in a bonfire? No. Oh, that's a good one. I've done that. I've got a video <laughs> see, of it. I basically only did that. Really? I'm going to have to see that. <laughs> it's, it's actually a 15 minute long video from in 2005. I just started taping things and edited together 15 minutes of us destroying the house we just moved into and setting fires, uh, destroying the kitchen, the oh basement. Oh my God. Why would you do that? Because ah, I had a band I needed to promote. So I, I set all the destruction to my band's music. Oh. But one thing I didn't count on was that the youtube you attention there? span is not 15 minutes long you get about 30 seconds 
So a 15 minute long video to this day only that's been up for 13 years only has so like 1200 views. You could have like not completely destroyed the house. Then. I got my fucking security deposit back entirely. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, anyway. we, we have videographic evidence. So anyway, they gave him a bunch of flamethrowers. Uh, here, here's a video of someone cooking a chicken with a flamethrower. Uh, that's not a blunt. That. It looks like a giant jalapeno, but it's actually a joint. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's that's intense. Each flamethrower comes with a state-of-the-art, the Boring Company brand fire extinguisher. Well, that's responsible. I'm, I'm just... It's such a weird gift, but awesome. I, I have a hard time uh, thinking that's not awesome. I mean, how many people got this? 20,000. 20, it says that. Oh, you yes, said that. 20, oh, my God. 20,000 people. Here you go. Here's the f- flamethrower. I love it. All right. What's up with this half fish, half bird from China? What up? What? What up? Half bird, half fish? When fishers recently... I feel like I have a tattoo of that. Do you? Or is it a bird fighting a fish? No. It's a bird loving a fish? A phoenix and a koi fish. All in one? Yeah. T- turn around again? Yeah. I thought there were two separate things. Those are two separate things. Like one thing. They share their eyes. And they share the flower. Yeah, they do. <laughs> when fishers recently hauled up their catch from a river in the province of Guizhou in southern China, they weren't expecting to come face to face with a fish that had a bird's head. What? What does that even look like? All right. To put these wild conjectures to rest, however, experts have come up with a more likely explanation. The fish's unusually bulbous noggin, which sort of re- resembles that of a, a dolphin or a bird, was probably caused by a deve- developmental problem early in its life. Okay, so it's not a half-fish, half-bird hybrid. Here we go. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I it, thought it was just a fish that ate a bird and the head was sticking out, but apparently that it just it developed It kind of looks like weird. a porpoise. Yeah. That's interesting. And it didn't happen on porpoise. I was really hoping they discovered something new there. Yeah, I, w- I wanted it to have like a, lots of feathers on the top of its head, like actual <laughs> feathers. All right, this, this I don't know where I, I don't know where these are going. Once again, everybody, these are all live reads. I just pick ridiculous headlines, and uh, we go with it. Yeah, we don't cherry pick. We give you all the news, fair and square. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can plan your day accordingly, especially w- w- with information like this. A rotting fish art exhibit explodes. Causes yeah. fire in London Gallery. Wow. Explodes? Explodes. Wow. Something was rotten in a London art gallery last week. An installation of sequin embroidered decomposing fish sealed in clear plastic bags. But before the exhibit even opened, the malodorous artwork unexpectedly combusted and set fire to the gallery. That makes Wait, sense. Wait, it set fire to the gallery? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your dirty rotten fish burned my gallery down. The installation, a piece called uh, the installation, a piece called Majestic Splendor, <laughs> clearly by or planning by Lee Bull, was part of an exhibition go, of the Korean artist's work scheduled to open at the Hayward Gallery on May thirtieth. Then, hours before the show's first preview, the gassy art blew up, causing a fire that damaged part of the gallery. Even though the exhibit was not yet open to the public, gallery officials had already decided to remove Majestic Splendor from the show for safety reasons. Oh my goodness. That is intense. I feel bothered by that, that that is art. It's art. It's, I mean... I'm going to take 
a giant shit the, and put it on a pillow well, and it's going to be art. Well, that's the thing. Is This is, is a metaphor. Whether it is or not, there's some art just questioning, is this really art? I think that makes it art. Yeah, that's, that's intense. Yeah. That's very intense. But this is also from a science website. Good. Good for art. Well, because it magically combusted. Well, no, it makes sense. They had learned that a chemical added to the fish's bags to dampen their smell could become flammable after combining with gases released by the decomposing flesh. And art handlers Ugh. were taking down the art as a precaution when it suddenly combusted. Oh, so they figured this out. This, these fish blew up and caught fire as they were dismantling the exhibition. Oh my gosh, I'm just envisioning like them taking down a plastic bag and having it like a blow up, uh, like poof. And I, I, I thought it was just kind of like popping a plastic bag, like, but no, it, they caught fire on top of it. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it makes sense if the gas, you know, it pops the bag and then it's on fire, you know. This chemical is apparently a good oxidizing agent reacting with a range of stinky, volatile organic compounds, oh VOCs, my gosh. to produce far less stinky or no stink compounds. That probably would have smelled so terrible. But when combined with combustible material, KMNO4 is known to trigger violent explosions under certain circum- circumstances. It's possible that the compounds produced by the putrefying fish interact with the KMNO4 to spark combustion but it's also likely that the explosion was caused by pressure buildup from the trapped gases that had nowhere to go similar to the to beach whales that explode I'm, i don't know if you've seen those videos no i never never want to ever talk about that that sounds horrible well I, they're not alive they're dead they're dead and they're rotting in the sun they oh, probably gotcha. died of natural causes oh, gotcha, but okay. that's a huge animal they fill with gases and sometimes people try to poke them to get them to go down in size and they explode and their entrails shoot up dozens of feet in the air for minutes on end ew Oh fact, my goodness! In fact, there's a video. I'm learning from, so much today. Yeah, in fact, there's a, there's a classic video. I'm sure you just can find a classic it on, whale blow on, on YouTube <laughs> where they didn't want this to happen. I believe it was on a California beach in the 60s or 70s, and they tried to head this off by blowing the whale up with dynamite. The the, the dead decomposing whale. Really? Blowing up with oh dynamite. my gosh! And what happened was giant chunks of whale blubber were flying out for miles, destroying cars. There was blood and stench for miles. <laughs> oh my gosh! Those people—they must have instantly regretted it. Like been like, oh, <laughs> the last possible moment, they just changed their mind. Yeah, have never happened. I, I, there's there's no way they thought that was a great idea. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow, I can't even imagine that you're coming out and like your car is like my car got whaled on. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it could be a, a chunk the size of a refrigerator. Like, yeah. People probably got hit. I'm pretty sure that film also shows the the very damaged cars and homes in the area. Huh. Yeah, be sure to Google that. Uh, yeah. 1960s or 1970s, ex- a dynamite exploded whale. It's a classic. It's a classic, clearly. Uh, we're going to go to break. Uh, we're going to play some commercials, and uh, we're going to get right back to you. Thanks for joining us on Serious Off Track. You said you weren't going to drink, but we need to do some market research. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> On a beautiful day like today, you know what really makes it a lot better? Angry Orchard Hard Ciders. Mmm. Hard ciders? It's cider, but with alcohol in it. Oh my goodness, I never even heard of that before. But what's this one? This is a new one, I just found it the other day. It's the Angry Orchard, Orchard's Edge. The old fashioned, aged on cherries, orange peel, and bourbon barrels. Mmm. Orange peel. 
<laughs> Reminiscent of the old-fashioned cocktail, this cider is aged with dried tart cherries, California-grown navel orange peel, and charred bourbon barrels. I like it already. It's from California. Yeah. The result is a fruit-forward <laughs> cider with a rich, complex aroma and smooth bourbon-like finish. And you can get a deposit back in California only. Guess what? Six and a half percent alcohol. Mmm. Two hundred calories. And if you need twenty milligrams of sodium, this is what you drink right here. It's less than one percent of your daily values. Interesting. And you can get eight percent iron. Explore the Orchard, Walden, New York. For details, visit angryorchard.com. Once again, that's a n g r y o r c h a r d dot com. Please drink responsibly from all of us. Seriously off track. Because we'll totally judge you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting ready right now. Disclaimer. This commercial has not been sanctioned by Angry Orchard. Please don't tell them we made this commercial unless you think they'll pay us. Or at least give us Angry Orchard. The recognition? Yeah. Or some ciders would be good too. Yeah. <laughs> Props. If you're going to give us some free stuff or pay us, be sure to send an email to dan at seriouslyofftrack.com. Once again, that's D-A-N at S-R-S-L-Y offtrack.com. Be sure to drink responsibly. I mean, are there circumstances where you don't have to drink responsibly? Can you? Is there a certain time where it's like, ah, you can drink irresponsibly then? Um, what? It depends on what irresponsible means specifically. I That's guess, a really good question. You know what I mean? Like, what's irresponsible? Is it like drinking and driving? That is irresponsible. Okay. Is it like drunk texting your ex? Is That's it irresponsible. Like, okay. So, like... I might do that tonight. Oh. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't, I've never actually done that. Which one? <laughs> Go, hey, let me get my book Here, open. Hold on. Yeah. Let's get the back. <laughs> Um, I've never actually done the drunk texting thing. I, I hold my shit together pretty good. We're we still doing a commercial. We're drinking responsibly. Thank you. What's the answer to sadness, loneliness, depression? Boy, would I like to know. <laughs> Who do you go to? When you need a friend. If only I knew. Well, I'm here to tell you I have a special, special, special friend that you can call your own. (gasps) Who's that? It's called LOD. What's LOD? Little Orange Dog. I like the sound of this friend. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. She's little, she's orange, and she's a dog. She's really got everything going for her. She really does. She's got lots of names, but she's little and she's orange. She's always there to comfort you when you need a friend. She's always there to drop 85 pounds of shedded hair all over your floors within six minutes. You can really hear the love in that voice. It's true. It's, it's, It's like a hug you can hear. It is. And every, even when she's just, it's her regular face, she's smiling. She's a smiling dog. And her little tail, and she just fixes everything. I feel better already. I know. Me too. This message has been brought to you by LOD. Little Orange Dog. LLC. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the next segment of Seriously Off Track, J-Row Talks the News. How are you feeling, J-Row? Hey, y'all. I'm good. How That's about good. you? That's good. Uh, that break was uh, a little extensive for you guys. It was only a minute or two, but for us, it was, uh, it's been, what, hours? Days? I don't even know. I feel like I've been here my whole We've life. Just been like chilling, yeah. having our side conversations, not involving y'all. We've seen some videos. Yeah. Yeah. There's pasties involved. Yeah. This Grocery stores. Yes. Not the same video. That'd be Egg some rolls. shit. <laughs> Egg rolls. <laughs> Slow motion skin cats. <laughs> All right. Getting back to our topic. Weird science news. What is our topic? Weird science news. Go. I knew it. Lab grown human chicken hybrid embryos are no frankenfowl. But wait, what? <laughs> First of all, that it's just a headline. You got to let it breathe. Ooh. Are you verklempt? I feel, I feel like it's salmonella. <laughs> wow, salmonoli. That's crazy. Scientists recently combined human stem cells with chicken embryos, but that doesn't mean the researchers are breeding flocks of frankenfowl. Rather, the scientists are looking closely at how those embryonic cells organize themselves to better understand how embryos develop and how cells build specialized body structures. Wow. Because it must be more prominent. But what if they, I mean, can they develop this into a full being? Huh. Experiments that graft the cells onto a growing embryo date to nearly 100 years ago. Oh, this is, uh, this, oh, is, this is old news, guys. Yeah. This and in is 1924, old, weird such time. experiments in amphibians led scientists to discover the organizer, a re- region of embryonic cells that manipulates the development of other cells. Wow. Because of ethical limitations attached to working with human embryos, True. experiments looking for human organizers could be done with only stem cells, which are then grafted to embryos belonging to blah, 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 blah. All yeah, right. because like then you get into like test tube babies and that like... That are half chicken? I, yeah, half I, chicken. I think we should like, try. The world's going to blow up soon. clones and like cyborg, iRobot, um, mutilated, the hills have eyes. Freaks. Combining human stem cells with animal embryos creates animal models known as chimeras, which contain cells from both the host and the cell donor. Oh my gosh, that's what they call it, like when it was the what the dog and the person. Yep, yep. There, there are people, humans, who are genetic chimeras, where depending on where you take the DNA sample from, they have different DNA. Wow. Yeah. This is blowing my mind. It's like genetics... It's very interesting. Since 2016, scientists have integrated human stem cells into pig and sheep embryos as part of an investigation into the possibility of growing human organs in those animals. Wow. That's intense. I was, I was hoping for some real crazy Thank stuff. good for science. They still don't know nothing, though. <laughs> I mean, they know more than they used to, but yeah, still, compared but the, to I the, mean, still, the entirety like, of knowledge of, of the universe. If you think about what we've like accomplished in the last like however long... You know, it's not like where we're at now is not that much further. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like a lot that we didn't know. Tons. And we're still not knowing a lot. And, like, things. and this isn't, these aren't inventions. Th- these are discoveries. These are things yeah. that already existed. Already that existed. We're, we're just digging a hole and finding yeah, them. Yeah, we're trying to be like, this is this, whatever it is. <laughs> All right, I've got a question for you. Tell me. Do you think reviving the woolly mammoth might help fight the effects of global warming? Huh. Interesting. I I don't know. Like on the one hand, I mean maybe. On the one hand that sounds like nonsense. 
I feel like we could try it. I mean, I don't think you could revive it because I feel like there's no living ones. But like, I, what? How? Tell me. Most of the hype so far has focused on bringing these shaggy beasts back to life using their permafrost preserved DNA. But this time, scientists aren't aiming for a Jurassic Park scenario. No, they're not. I was just going to say that. They're not trying to bring back entire mammoths as they were in that last ice age. Rather, they're hoping to mingle some of the mammoth's ancient genes with those of today's Asian elephants to increase the elephant's tolerance to the cold. Oh, that's like playing God a little bit, though. A little bit. That sounds like a lot of it. That's that sounds okay. First of all, like. That sounds like a whole lot of excuses for doing the same thing that Jurassic Park did. Yeah. But on the same (laughs) token, we could use a lot less science and just get the elephants a nice winter coat. Yeah. It's because we feel guilty for ruining the earth. We fucking should. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, that's the only reason they're doing it. (laughs) They they should. Also, don't blow up any whales. Oh, my God. Whale explosion. I'm going to whale on you. Actually, my my parents said that to me when I was little. I'm gonna whale on you. And did you imagine a whale? <laughs> yeah. You, like it took a while until you know that whale was. It was not a whale. It was also a different time. Or was it an extension cord, a switch, a wooden spoon? Uh no, it was just a slap. But still. Oh, for me, for me, it was uh, you know, those, those paddle ball paddles. It was one of those. Oh my goodness! And then I got older, and it turned into the wooden cutting boards with the handle on them. Oh, okay. And it was uh. You know, this hurts me more than it hurts you kind of thing. Oh, it wasn't like... They weren't angry. They were trying to be like, that was bad. <laughs> Repercussion. Gotcha. But then uh, all the spanking stopped, and one day the the wooden cutting board broke on my ass, Ooh. and everyone in the room was cracking up, and they realized, shit, this isn't going to work anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm a proponent of corporal punishment, but that's the only discipline I ever received in my life. Hmm. So, so any discipline I have in my life is from realizing that you can get whacked by a giant piece of wood on your bottom if you don't file your taxes on time, if you don't go to a, get your emissions done in your car. That's good, you know? Like, then, you know, you won't go to jail for it. <laughs> That's, yeah, don't want to go to jail for it where you're going to get a whole lot worse than, than a, the paddle of the ass. Yeah. So I hear, moving forward, why is a train filled with human poop stuck outside this Alabama town? Here we are with the poop stories again. I'm this not is mad. science. This is science. It's okay? science. It's, it's from, everywhere. Poop. Once is again, everywhere. thank you to LiveScience.com for providing these articles. Um, this was in April. I read about this. I wasn't sure if we discussed it in a prior show because we have had some poop centric. I know segments. it's like pooptascular. Poop centric segments. That sounds scientific. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very poop centric. All right. A train filled with smelly human excrement from New York City has been stranded in a small Alabama town for two months? The situation is definitely strange, and it begs at least two questions. What is on this train, and why the heck is it in Alabama? First off, officials are using the term biosolid, which sounds suspect right off the rip. Biosolid. It's it's not wrong. Yeah, it's poop. To describe the train's contents, they call them biosolids. They are nutrient-rich organic materials resulting from the treatment of domestic sewage, people poo, from a toilet anyway, in, oh an my envir- goodness. in a treatment facility. According to the EPA, in other words, the train carries processed New York poop. Biosolids may smell foul. It's fucking poop. Of course it does. 
but they aren't completely useless. According to the EPA, when biosolids are treated and processed, the results can be used as fertilizer. Oh, wow. In fact, processed poop is better than the way things used to be. 30 years ago, Basically, thousands of American cities dumped the raw sewage directly into the nation's rivers, lakes, and bays. Sounds about right. So putting them on a train and sending them to, to Alabama, I'm on board with that. You ever been to Alabama? Not a fan. Oh, I shouldn't drive through there? No. <laughs> Only drive through there. Don't stop there. Oh. Fill up your tank. Go easy on the throttle. <laughs> wow. that is A train full of poop just chilling. Wow. Yeah. I can't it's, imagine uh, that. Like, that's, I mean, just like filled to the brim. Just like n- a giant Not just filled vat. to the brim. This is like 30 shipping containers. Oh, my goodness. And it must smell like it, the funniest part is these things full of poop are marks with epic on the side. So I'm sure it's an epic stench. Epic shit. <laughs> the biosolids have caused the town to become infested with flies and it smells of dead rotting animals as well as human waste. So with nowhere to go, the train sat idling in the parish in, in Parish, Alabama, a town of 982 people ever since. Uh, yeah, a town of 500 people now that. Wow, I can't believe that. Those poor people. That's... It's not even their fault. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one I knew previously. This is actually a rather common one. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Okay. You can drink a man's frostbitten amputated toes in a cocktail. I'm sorry, what? After losing three toes to frostbite, a recent participant in one of the coldest long-distance races on Earth reached a toe tally... Totally. That's adorable. <laughs> totally Hilarious. bizarre decision for what to do with the detached digits. During the race, which took place in February in the Canadian Yukon, British competitor Nick Griffiths suffered frostbite so severe that three of his toes had to be amputated. Rather than simply disposing of the toes, he decided to donate them to a remote Canadian bar for use in a signature drink known as the Sour Toe Cocktail, which famously includes a dehydrated human toe. Ew, be- so there's three of them made ever. Well, here's... You, you, Wait, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with this. I believe, I'm not going to read the rest of it because they just keep using a bunch of words and I'm, okay, I'm so mostly familiar with this. Write in if I'm wrong. Uh, Dan at SeriouslyOffTrack.com. But uh, the thing is that there was at this bar a sour toe cocktail that uh, a guy 100 years ago donated his toe and you just drink the drink with the toe in the glass. You don't eat the toe. <laughs> I wasn't saying you eat the toe, but like I'm just saying, like you don't you drink throw it out of the after. toe. No, nope, nope. So they so like the you're not only drinking in- a liquid that has toe toe in it, but also it's been in another glass where someone's been drinking with that toe in there multiple it, times, probably thousands, tens of thousands. How of times. much is this drink? I don't know. What but, liquor? But, the, but the, this bar used to have a toe. The toe got stolen. I believe. What? Who did they steal a toe? Nobody wants that. Apparently somebody wanted that. Oh, I guess it, people it, are drinking it. It, it was a hundred. So awkward. It was like a eighty to a hundred year old toe, and it was just, just go back in the whiskey bottle, flavoring, flavoring to the whiskey. Hundred. What is it, does it have flesh on it still? Yes, it does. Ew! Is pieces of it coming but off? It's got to be. It's, it's dehydrated. It's desiccated, and it's sitting in alcohol, which can preserve. Holy. Uh. Well, You're still way, like getting someone, essence of flesh. Okay. Yeah. It, well, and it's sitting Wait, in the whiskey. It flavors the whiskey. Yeah. Ew. 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 
Ew! And so, then like the toenail just falls off. No. Ew! 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 Ooh, ew, I, ew, ew, I, ew! I now ew. have questions about the toenail. Can a nail bed withstand that much drinking? I don't think so. Like, ooh, I can't even imagine. That is the most disgusting thing. Like, and well, I. Well, either way, they got a fresh new toe. It's not the hundred-year-old one. This this one's from this year. I'm so amazed. Somebody donated their toe. Sour toe cocktail. Sour toe cocktail. Keep the tradition alive. Donate your toes. All right. Here, here, here's a rather upsetting one. A third of young millennials are confused about this incontrovertible fact. Science-based. What do you think it is? What do they not understand? The earth is round. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. 30, <laughs> 33% of millennials. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my God. I was like, what's the one thing? You know, is oh. what's the one incontrovertible fact? Thirty-three <gasps> percent of eighteen to twenty-four year olds in the US are confident that the world is round or that the world is flat. Oh my gosh. Sixty six percent are confident that the world is round. According to a new survey. The survey uh let's see this this is in April. It's it's a little dated. Yeah, but still, Honestly, the number's not probably that only gone far. up since then. The findings don't necessarily indicate an epidemic of flat eartherism, as only four percent of the eighteen to twenty four year old age group said they actually believe the world is flat. Rather, there seems to be a relatively large number in this age group who are willing to entertain doubts. How? Interesting. I mean, what do we really know about the Earth anyway? We <laughs> damn sure know it's round, yes. Yeah, I know. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I mean, but really, do we know it's round? It's hard. No. <laughs> it's hard to pin down precisely how many flat earthers there are. The first flat earth conference in the United States held last year drew a crowd of 500. Oh, my God. Well, the- I definitely, it's not flat. I know it's round, dude, of course. But Have you ever been in a plane? Yeah. At 30,000 feet, you look out the window. You can see the curvature of the earth. Yeah, Clearly, I plainly. I'm toying with your emotions. Gotcha. No. I, <laughs> Jessica. Ooh, you just sounded like my dad. I was uh, like... Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Would you eat human meat that was synthetic no. and grown in a lab? No. Really? I'd at least try it. Really? Do you know we share so much DNA with pigs that... They're delicious? That Is we, that why we, we like them so much? probably taste like pig. Oh my God, we probably taste like pork. This yeah. changes everything. This changes This changes everything. everything because if you eat pork, like pork is one of the dirtiest animals... Well, pigs are dirtiest animals. Yeah, the meat's I know. Fine. The meat's inside the skin. No, like, but like there's stuff that they... I watched this thing on yes, Dr. Yes, shrimp Oz. are some of the dirtiest animals, and shrimp are amazing. Shh, don't talk to me about shrimp, okay? It's dead to me. I love shrimp so much. Oh, Anyway, I'm just saying, like, pork is supposed to be wicked bad for you. It's responsible for cancer, you know, bacon and all that. Dr. Oz says so it must be true. Dr. Oz... Oh my God! That's next episode. We're gonna talk about shit Doctor Oz has said. Ooh, hold me to it. Yeah, okay. I like that guy said some wacky shit. Cool, I'm excited. I probably believe all of it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he's a doctor. Like I'm an engineer. That's fine. No, I don't think it is. I mean, you're not trying to fucking. He's not trying to be a doctor. He's just on TV. He was a doctor. Oh. Now he's a, a guy on TV that can say doctor. I don't believe he can actually legally doctor anymore. Is that like Dr. Phil? 
I don't. What about Maury Povich? Maury Povich he? looks a lot like my dad. What how is my he? dad looks now. If you <laughs> really? know, imagine Maury Povich, except with a shitload of earrings and covered in tattoos. That's my dad. Whatever happened? Those shows are still on, right? I think one of uh, actually uh, Jerry Springer just went off the air officially. I think. Wow. Yeah, that is not under the purview of science, but it's still an interesting tidbit. Not sad about it. It's speculate. It, this is drunken stone speculation. It's like Walmart on TV. It, it really is. It yeah. really, really is. Really is. All right. Next article. Do you got next one? Next article? You don't want to talk about this more? Oh, yeah. Synthetic meat. There, I don't think I would eat it, but you're right. It's Maybe not I from would. an animal. Uh, and also, uh, yeah, a, but how would they grow it? Just like, it was a five would they ten, grow babies? And then- <laughs> five or ten years ago, um, I, I read somewhere, once again, it's borderline speculation at this point, <laughs> but that, there, was, they, there was a tasting for wine and cheese tasting machine to describe the different elements of flavors yeah and this one guy stuck his his hand in it and it said uh pork actually not not just pork (laughs) what's what's my favorite type of ham bacon no canadian More, more italian Sausage? Prosciutto. Oh, my God. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. I love sausage. I love me some sausage. So, Mm. apparently, the machine said the human tasted like prosciutto. Wow. And in which case, I might be willing to give it a shot. If it's lab-grown, not human beings. Yeah, but how do they grow it? I feel like they have to do it like those headless chickens that they make at um, KFC. (laughs) Also not true. It's it's going to be like a farm of little babies. A headless babies? Yeah. But they're the quietest babies around. Oh, I my don't God. Know. <laughs> I want to get one of them headless ones. Oh, my God. I don't know. Let, let me get two. too much. I might have to eat one. I feel like that's the opposite of like, I feel like that's. Lab-grown baby yeah, meat. GMO. Let's say they do that and it becomes legal because somehow it passes uh, ethics. Uh, concerns. So, what about <laughs> lab-grown human meat veal? Literally, babies. That that probably be more of a toddler. You you wouldn't get enough meat oh off a baby. Oh my gosh! You're talking about eating a human meat. Ew. Conceptually, strictly conceptually. conceptually. I know, but like, oh no, I don't. I think you went too far with that. The veal thing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I love veal, but let's not talk about what it really means. All right. I don't know why. I this think it's is... ignorance is bliss. If someone fed it to me, I'd be like, that was really good. You know, like in fried green tomatoes when they like buried the guy in the ribs or whatever. That is like. an old lady movie. That is a great movie. For old ladies. I'm not an old lady. Oh Wait, my what? gosh. <laughs> oh. I'm not I'm not suggesting you are. Next week. My grandmother had those glasses. Dan is d- <laughs> Shut up. She did not have these glasses. <laughs> very similar. No. Yeah. They're like purple and they're amazing. But I'm Alright, they weren't purple, very similar shape. That's like a nineteen fifties style. Whatever. Okay. It's double retro at this point. Not that that's bad. I ha- I've they had these glasses. I actually ordered a new pair. I'm getting a new pair. I now I'll have three. I've got some glasses on the way as well. Sweet. Vanity glasses. Ooh. No. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hipster, I am you. Vain as fuck. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. That's a dumb article. Uh, we, we've made it to the last article. It's the end. All right. A Shaolin monk is able to pierce a needle through a pane of glass. Wow. I'd like to see that. 
Oh, hang on. The animation's loading. Oh, you my goodness. You are able to. Throw a needle through a pane of glass and the glass will break. At least it will. Why did I say it like that? All right. Let's, let's start that again like a human being. Throw a needle through a pane of glass and the glass will break. At least if it, it will if you throw it with the strength and precision of a Shaolin monk, Feng Fei. Fei demonstrated his ability to throw a needle hard enough that it pierces a pane of glass, popping a balloon on the other side. What? Yeah, check it out. Oh, my God. Let's see. Wu-Tang didn't idolize those guys for no reason. Oh, my gosh. That is... Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. That is incredible. And did the rest of the pain break, though? No. Yeah, I was going to say, because I didn't see... the ridiculous part. That, yeah, there was just a little bit of, like, he blowback. Pi- he but, pierced it without breaking it. Yeah, so you see, like, the pieces of glass from where he pierced it, but, like, nothing... Like, it doesn't shatter. Like, you would think it would. But maybe it's because the fast... You know, the fastness of okay, it. Okay, they got some ultra slow motion shots of it. And it appears that the needle actually sticks through the pain. Wow. And others, it looks like it just cracks the glass with enough force to send shards flying into the balloon. Either way, that's pretty phenomenal. But in that shot, it really looks like it just pierces it and the the pain remains fine. That is a party trick, okay? That is something that you do at a party. That's amazing. In shards, we're not talking about the glass breaking into a balloon. It's like microscopic little shards that that, that a needle could poke through. That's why it's like the perfect party trick. Love yeah, it. but I've I've never run into a Shaolin monk anywhere, let alone a, a random keg party. I mean, you invite them for the party trip. That's a really good. That's a good point. You know, what I do mean? you have to hire them? Do they? They don't want money, do I'm they? Pretty sure they're not going to any parties. They At least not any parties. Right. That's a really cool trick. <laughs> Without knowing the exact mass, thickness, and chemical makeup of the glass and needle involved, it's difficult to say exactly how fast the needle is moving or with how much force Faye threw it. But here's what we do know. Glass has some highly unusual properties that make throwing a needle through a very different task than throwing a needle through wood or metal. Derp. Yeah. Like, obviously, wood or metal, please. Glass is extremely (laughs) tough to break, unless it has a crack. Is it more tough than metal? (laughs) I guess, are they suggesting this would be easier with a a plate? Actually, if that was a plate of equally strong aluminum, I would believe that more than, than glass. Aluminum, well, aluminum, aluminum yeah. doesn't have a shatter risk. Yeah, I guess that's a metal. I, I guess that. I guess if you want to count <laughs> aluminum, <laughs> I was just thinking like steel. You know, like the steel plate. Like, get the fuck out of here, needle. <laughs> unless, unless the needle is made of a, a harder metal. True. Mm. What if it was like diamond? Oh. A diamond needle. <laughs> I like to order diamond a twelve pack needle. of diamond needles. <laughs> I love it. All right. If you have a crack in a pane of glass you're pressing on, then the load can't get across the crack. <laughs> so it has to go sideways along the crack until it gets to the tip. And if the crack tipped, and all of a sudden, all that load gets focused into a little region. I'm sorry. I'm done with this. this <laughs> I didn't know what we're getting into. I can't leave that paragraph not laughing. I. That was, uh, it was very like phallic and all sorts of things in the load. It's anyway. Okay. Next paragraph on the level of chemical bonds. He said glass is actually incredibly strong substance, less susceptible to microscopic microscopic cracks than steel. Mm -hmm. Ooh. All right. There's your steel girl. All right. But it doesn't mush. 
So once just a few bits of bonds snap, it's much easier for the rest of the structure to give way. So it's so crazy. Is it that it's all happening on like a uh, a molecular level? See, look at me. I'm saying science. Molecular. I said molecular. Molecular. I said I was starting to say molecular, but I said molecular. You're looking molecular this evening, my lady. Oh, I thank you, kind sir. All right. All right. I think that signals the end of this podcast. Let me just try to read that one paragraph one more time. If you have a crack in a pane of glass you're pressing on, then the load can't get across the crack. So it has to go sideways along the crack until it gets to the crack tip. And at the crack tip, then all of a sudden, all of that load gets focused into a little region. All right. No, we're done here. All right. I'd like to say thank you to Little Orange Dog, to Orchard's Edge, Angry Orchard, for not sponsoring us, but maybe sponsoring us in the future. <laughs> I'd like to say thank you to my fantastic co-host, the Dan. J-Ro. I am Dan Urism. I'm J-Ro. And thank you for joining us in yet another episode of Seriously Off Track, J-Ro Talks the News. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Yeah. Bye.